Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Business from the Bass Boat, powered by X2 Power. And guys, today, solo show. We are in, gosh, feels like late fall now. It is getting cold here in Colorado anyways. My head is in the deer rut. Um, I've got a whitetail or a mule deer tag in eastern Colorado, so I have been uh, really planning on uh, getting after that here, chasing chasing those things around this weekend excited got some cold weather should get should be getting things going there but this is one of my favorite times of the year actually for fishing not only just like actually getting out and fishing find it hard because i I have mixed emotions there during hunting season but the other aspect i love looking at all the schedules and thinking through what i not only i'm going to fish next year but also trying to think through on a national scale, where are guys going? Um, there's so much drama in that and with the economy the way it is, just trying to think through where uh, where these organizations' minds are at. And I kind of nerd out on this stuff. So what today's episode is going to be about is really comparing the options at that mid-tier, I want to say, to where it's... What, it's not that top level, right? Like if you make the BPT, you're fishing the BPT most of the time. And if you make the Elite Series, you're fishing the Elite Series. Or you John Cox it and do both, or apparently um, uh, Keith Pochet is doing that this year, right? So like that is that top, top tier. And then now, I mean, Major League Fishing has gone out and basically said, hey, look, we tried to have this also be a top pro circuit, the Tacuaras pro, pro circuit, which was the FLW tour, is no longer. Now that is kind of being replaced, if you will, by the MLF Invitationals. And then, uh, so to me, I'm putting there's kind of there's kind of four on this list of uh, I did a show a while back on kind of those grassroots level events, but now you have the Next tier up now, in my opinion, is the Toyota Series. Did an episode a while back on the Toyota Series versus the Opens payouts, all that kind of stuff. Now that's kind of changed because not to say the Opens are any better uh, from a payout standpoint. Um, that really hasn't been released. I would, I would presume it's similar to what it was. But anyways, you have to fish all nine. You don't have to fish all nine. You, if you... Want to get the most bang for your buck and make try and make the elite series, you need to fish all nine of those. So that is a little bit different now than the Toyota series. And I think that the Toyota series will see a bump in participation because of that. Uh, for folks who maybe aren't willing to, you know, drop their career or whatever, spend spend the forty to sixty, seventy thousand dollars traveling for nine events. Um, so with that all being said, one thing that's kind of this weird, like, again, middle tier, which makes me think just like how many of these organizations, how many different series that we have. I mean, there's obviously demand for it. Anglers are are crazy. Um, I wonder, though, economically, if sponsors cut back um, some of the stuff that that Pete and I talked about on the most recent episode. If you missed, it, if you missed that, Pete Glusek is incredible talking about how he started Bass U. Um 10 out of 10 interview had a great time with him. But anyways, I wonder how much of this is sustainable for these organizations with all these different divisions and stuff like that. So 
the the two that I've been really comparing in my head lately and talking with with folks in the industry and, and friends are kind of the the major league fishing invitationals and the NPFL. Um it's an interesting deal because previously these two organization tournament series had a very similar entry fee, they still do, but major league fishing had uh, quite a bit higher payouts with the Zach Warehouse Pro Circuit. Entry fee was slightly higher. I think it was 5600 whereas the NPFL was five grand. But the payout was quite a bit higher at the top end, especially. There was a championship, no entry fee championship. There was, um, you know, hundred to 135000 wow, with the Phoenix bonus bucks to those, those top-tier uh, anglers for the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit now that it is the Invitationals. A lot of people feel that that is really taken away from those guys, which I would agree with, right? I mean, they're going from your top anglers. You look at the the payouts in 2022, um, you know, there's three or four anglers above the $150,000 to $250,000 mark in in those divisions alone. Um, So, that's those are those are guys um at the top top end whereas you look at like you know your top tier guys with the npfl um and it may be more like 80 to uh i don't know there might there's definitely some guys that have broke 100 but there's there's a good kind of there's a lot of guys not like 40 to sixty thousand, and then up on to that 80 under 120 Maybe at the top end there. I'm curious now. I'm going to look at their AOI. Yeah, I mean, top top earner looks like uh, Taylor Watkins, who's an absolute animal right now. Cannot be stopped on the NPFL. Just had him on uh, the Serious Angler guys uh, with Andrew and Bailey. Just had him on. But anyways, 141000 And then it kind of drops off pretty drastically there compared to on the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. So... Kind of just thinking through all of this, um, to me, these are two very similar situations now. Going from the pro circuit, what has basically come out and said, "Hey, look, can't make money with this," which is, uh, you know, I I guess understandable. You just think about how expensive all the live is. Um, these these anglers are already paying this high entry fee, but there's it, it wasn't a profitable situation um so you know you wonder with any of this stuff how profitable it really is but with the tackle Wars pro circuit they basically major League fishing was like this isn't uh another professional series let's bring it down to this invitationals that will be the sole qualifier for the bpt um which makes sense to me to have that as a qualification system for that top tier uh and to not stray away from that top tier of your anglers if it's a it's a pro sport kind of a situation. So now they're basically st- five thousand dollar entry fee. NPFL is five thousand dollar entry fee. Top payout in the NPFL when you win an event is fifty grand. Maybe slightly higher uh, when there was more more guys. Invitationals eighty grand. With if you if you run a Phoenix boats great bonus 115,000 there so already it's slightly better on that top tier level 
I we don't know what that what that payout looks like going down the list. Whereas the NPFL, you know, they pay to forty places. Um, that invitationals we don't know because it's it's new, right? I'm gonna guess it's it's fairly similar there to the NPFL in that. Now, capped at 150 boat field at the invitationals NPFL. You know, they seem to start with 120-something range boats, seems to kind of drop off tail end of the season. So kind of some differences there. Both of them feature live coverage, which I think is great for the sport. I'm a live junkie. There's live fishing on. I, I generally have it on, especially if I'm in the office working, that kind of thing. So with that, that... uh that I think is the sell for both of these organizations. And I'm curious to see what the opens do. If they, if they were able to incorporate that, um, I think that makes it a, a great play for, for the folks who do have sponsors who are trying to sell that exposure, if you will. NBFL's got live coverage on the two final days of the event. Major League Fishing has it on all three days as of now. Um, and they fish full field two days, 50 on the on the final day npfl all three days all anglers fish so this is kind of an interesting thing because you have these two organizations that are very similar or these two tournament structures that are very similar and kind of let's try to get into some of these differences here so on the major league fishing side the top eight move on to the bpt so that's that higher higher pay point. Um, their stars in Major League Fishing are on the BPT. So that is cool. You got your top eight going to there. NPFL doesn't have anything like that. But what the NPF, NPFL does have is they pay out uh, an AOI. So that's kind of cool. You get an AOI payout. I think it pays to 10 places. Kind of a neat deal there. Um very interesting about the major league fishing part of things is the ability to fish not necessarily all six of the events so both of these are six event schedules but good good situation for maybe someone who is working and wants to fish at that national scale have that experience of fishing nationally but not willing to fish that 9 10 15 tournament season um to really not not be able to have a necessary uh full-time job by any means after that so what is interesting about the major league fishing side of things is they are going to allow folks to fish any amount of events under five so long as the field is not already full so how they are breaking this down right now is they're taking the top 75 guys in the Tackle Rouse Pro Circuit, giving them a first bid. If people, you know, so say 55 of them accept that. Okay, next step down is basically going to go to, let's see here. They've got a really interesting qualification. The top 15 pros based on the Pro Circuit of Lifetime Angler of the Year rankings, excluding their, their worst year of four years. Then it goes down to all the Toyota Series guys who finished in the top top five AOI per division. So I think there's 30 of those. 
then All-American guy, TBF national champion, single kind of things. And then it basically goes into Bass Pro Tour guys who did not requalify for the BPT. After that, the remaining invitations go to the BPT anglers who are going to fish all six. After that, it is going to the BPT anglers who are fishing five or fewer invitationals. So what what this is kind of interesting is I, I don't know if it will go past that. I don't I don't know how many guys how how hungry anglers are to fish this versus you know you hear a lot of grumblings of guys moving different directions. So if you're a traditionally a tech warehouse pro circuit or previous FLW angler and you are like, man, my payouts are getting cut drastically here. There's no championship anymore maybe it's time to take a chance with the opens, right? Like that's a, a riskier career move right now, payout wise, but maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel with the elite series. If the goal isn't to make the BPT. So interesting, uh, interesting with all of this. And I'm curious how much of this field will be filled at that 150 angler level. If they go past, they even say it right here. If they go, if, if there's, your top tier anglers, your BPT guys that are fishing five or less events. If it goes below that, it, then any remaining spots will be filled by league invitation. So I'm curious where that goes. Does that go to the TAC Warehouse Pro Circuit guys that weren't in the top 75? Does it go to Toyota Series anglers? Like To me, to make the numbers work, they're going to get the 150 anglers. And we all know there's going to be guys out there that would be willing to fish especially you think about just one or two of these events, like with the, that's a safety net to make like fishing. Like if, if you can't get 150 guys to commit to all six, it from an income standpoint, right? Like it doesn't matter if who it is, right? There's 30 local guys that are going to be on this play. So say you're like a Lake of the Ozarks hammer and you're like, man, I'd love to spend five grand and fish against the top guys at my home pond that's a that's a cool situation to me versus a lot of times right like you're shielded if you're a really really good fisherman on lake champlain for instance you can't fish for that hundred thousand dollar payday in this case eighty thousand dollar payday because you're if you're not a part of a top tier series you can fish a toyota series there which is great and can have a fantastic payout on a two thousand dollar entry fee but you can't fish that top, top level. So this is kind of uh, one one really cool side to me of this is that maybe there's that ability for someone to hop into a couple or make your make your season fit like with a BPT angler or something. So interesting deal there. I, uh, I am so curious to see where guys go with all of this, with the NPFL, with the Invitationals, with the Opens. I mean, that... Uh, those changes are big, and I think that it will be telling in those first couple of events on on which of these tournament organizations have full, full fields. Maybe they all do. The way tournament fishing has gone here recently, um, the Toyota Series were absolutely booked out this last year. I mean, or, or very, very full fields. The Opens, very full fields. Now, are the Opens going to drop off? Or are they going to stay really high? Is it going to be another thing to think about is like, okay, what kind of talent is going to be in the opens 
all nine, or are you going to see a lot of those top pro level guys jump into the opens to try and make the BP or make the, wow, make the Bassmaster Elite Series. So it's going to be very, very exciting, I think. And I think that there's ups and downs to all of these. One huge other thing that I forgot to mention with the invitationals, that structure is almost making it um, similar to the Elite Series from the classic perspective. It's a win and you're in to the Red Crest of the following year. So very similar to the Elite Series and the Opens from that standpoint with or the Bassmaster Classic and the Opens. If you win an Open, you're into the Bassmaster Classic. Same goes for all anglers fishing the Opens, right? Like if you just hop into one and you win one, you have the chance to make the uh, the Classic. Years prior, it was what you need to finish you had to at least fish the rest of that division, like your top, you know, if you're fishing the, the now the region one, region two, region three kind of a thing. I don't know if that changed or not with the opens, but from an expense standpoint with all of these, the NPFL and the invitationals are very similar from an expense standpoint, $5,000 entry fees, six events, no championship. Um, payouts are a little different. But like realistically, very similar structured. Honestly, schedule wise too, it's interesting to see both major league fishing invitationals and the BPT are very centralized in the country. They do go, they do both swing into the southeast a little bit, but there's no northern smallmouth swings when I say great eastern Great Lakes, right? Like your Champlains, your St. Lawrence River. That that none of that water is being touched by either of these series. It's more of that central north stuff. I mean, uh, Lake St. Clair, and then on the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, or I mean, there you go. There's so many dang names. The Invitational side, their final tournaments on the Mississippi River in July. So interesting with that. It's like no uh, no smallmouth events at all. We've got the Potomac. And then the Mississippi River. So interesting there with the invitationals. Um, gonna miss a, a smallmouth deal out of that, but very, very also a quick season. I mean, you look at the invitationals and February through July, which is uh I guess not not all that quick, but without a championship, it's uh it's done in July. I mean, that's not even six months out of the year for somebody who's maybe uh, can work a job and fish those, but interesting uh, proposition with all of this. And I think expense wise, the invitationals NPFL are very close. And then the opens are also actually pretty close, probably from that perspective, because your entry fee is less, but you're fishing nine events. Um, the trick being there though, is that you are uh, your paybacks also less in the opens? So your pay, I should say this: your paybacks less if you don't win an open. You're not getting those eight ten thousand dollar checks, right? When you when you cash a check at that five thousand dollar entry fee level, opens are quite a bit less than that, but your entry fees also two grand. So. A lot to think about for anyone who's kind of really looking at making that next step fishing at a national scale level. 
And I am super curious to where everyone goes and uh, I'm excited. And I would love to hear everyone's opinion on this. Comment on YouTube. Shoot us a message on the Serious Angler Instagram page. Would love to hear everyone's thoughts with this. Um, I love this time of the year because we think through what uh, what everyone is uh, doing. But love to hear it. Love to hear everyone's thoughts. And hope everyone's doing well. Getting ready already for 2023. If you're still in the water, more power to you. It's getting colder. We've got a couple of winter derbies in southern Colorado that we're going to try and get into here so long as weather permits. But hope everyone's doing well. Can't wait to get things rolling in 2023. And uh, always, as always, I'd appreciate likes, comments, reviews, everything from the Serious Angler guys. So we've got a lot, lot in the hopper. If you guys haven't already checked out the Lure Lab podcast, that's a fantastic new quick style podcast that Andrew Bailey and I have been doing. And um, with that, guys, have a good rest of your week. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.